This is the message from Connection Community Church for Sunday, June 14th, 2020. The kingdom be the yeast. Well, good morning, Connection Church. It is so good to be with you this morning. We're starting a new series today, and that series is called The Kingdom. Good morning, Connection Community Church. My name is Carrie Jones. I'm Alan Jones. And we are two sinners who have been saved by the grace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Would you pray with me, please? Almighty God, thank you so much for today. It's a day that you've made. It's a day that you've given us to make a difference. It's a day that we get one more chance to get it right in your kingdom. Thank you, Lord, for that. And now settle us in wherever we are and change and transform us by your word. We pray this in the name of the Father and the Son and by the power of the Holy Spirit. Everybody gathered said, amen. Amen, amen. The kingdom. In the first three books of the New Testament, Matthew, Mark, and Luke, Jesus shares a lot of parables. Those are, those are kind of short stories that share a deeper and greater truth. Several of these parables begin in the same fashion. And they begin like this. The kingdom of, God, the kingdom of heaven is like. The kingdom of heaven is like. And then Jesus would complete the simile with a simple everyday comparison that virtually everyone could relate to. We're going to be looking at some of these parables this morning and the next two weeks. Today's parable is found in both Matthew and Luke in their accounts of Jesus, who he was, what he did. Check this out, Matthew chapter 13, verse 33. He, Jesus, told them still another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like yeast that a woman took and mixed into a large, or mixed, let me start that again. The kingdom of heaven is like yeast hmm. that a woman took and mixed into about 60 pounds of flour until it worked all through the dough. Hmm. Yeast. And so today, you know, you can go to the store and buy a little pack of what they call uh, act, uh, active dry yeast or instant dry yeast. And, and, and you pour that into the dough and it's pretty simple, pretty easy. That's not always how it's been. In, in the old days, back in the day, even way back in the Bible day, you didn't have a little packet of yeast that you tore open and, and poured in. Basically... The way it used to be, and, it, and you still can do it this way, you, you take some of the dough, some of the flour and water, and, and, you, and you leave it out. <laughs> you say, wow, it's going to go bad. Yeah, that's the idea. You leave it out, you cover it, but you cover it loosely, and, 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 and it uh, ferments. The natural bacteria and, and yeast in the air ferments it, and, and in that fermentation, uh, uh, one of the byproducts is carbon dioxide gas, and that kind of bubbles out, and and then you mix that with more uh, flour and water in a big ball of dough, and that, that carbon dioxide is what makes the dough rise. It was in the old days. It was still done today. And the thing is, you don't have to start from scratch each time. What, what they do, they call it a starter. You take your dough and you take a little bit and set it aside, 
once you do all that, once it's risen, you set it aside, and you save that for the next batch, and you go ahead and bake this, and then you start with that, and that, that's your yeast, that's your starter for the next batch of dough, and each time you take some and set it aside for the next batch. We, we have a guy here in, a, in the congregation, uh, Steve White, he's part of our tech team, and and he has uh, this starter, they call it sourdough starter. He has it in his refrigerator, several batches of it. You see it on the screen there. And he used it for all kind of baking and cooking. In fact, we called him for these. It made him uh, enjoy it so much. He, he made some pancakes that day for himself, from what I understand. Here's a really cool story. There's a woman named Lucille Dumbrell from Newcastle, Wyoming. She has some starter that was started 122 years ago. It's like the world record because it's just you keep round and round, a little bit, a little bit, around and round and round, keep recycling it. It's incredible, isn't it? Pretty awesome. So why are we going into all of this today? (laughs) All this is to say that this yeast that Jesus is talking about is just part of everyday life. It's a common kind of thing. Very likely he saw his mother, Mary, use yeast and make dough. Probably all the people around, that was just a very everyday, ordinary thing. And so yeast is a part of everyday living. And that's what Jesus uses when he shares in his parables. This everyday stuff, everyday things that people can relate to, which explain deeper and greater truth. Mm-hmm. And yeast, as you probably know, doesn't just make a little change in the dough. No, no. In, in, in preparation for this, I asked Carrie to, to make one of our favorites. It's called monkey bread. Oh, my goodness. And in order to do that, uh, just to show the difference that this yeast makes, if you see, in the one case is the bowl with the, the little dough balls. They're frozen. They, they already have the, uh, the yeast in them. They come frozen like that. And then you leave them out overnight. They not only thaw, but that yeast kind of activates in them. Look at the difference from what we started with to what those dough balls became after sitting out overnight. They, they thaw and they rise and rise and rise. And usually they, uh, they overtake the pan. It's incredible. Absolutely incredible. Not to mention incredibly yummy. Yeah, so we enjoyed that. Yes, Thanks I, I mean, we did. Thanks for the example. Uh, so in the Bible, we find yeast, also known as leaven. Leaven. We find it 22 times in the Old Testament and 17 times in the New Testament. Bible scholars point out that yeast represents sin or evil most of the time in Scripture. It's interesting to note that the Hebrews... Um, during the festival of the unleavened bread, would clean out their houses of all of the leaven in remembrance of when they left Egypt quickly with no time to let the bread rise. Even today, traditional Orthodox Jewish families eliminate anything with leaven or yeast uh, from their home in preparation for the celebration of Passover. And so with that in mind, this parable would lead us in the direction that we need to be cautious that, that because there's evil in the world, no, no doubt about that, and just a little bit of evil can spread through God's kingdom, just a, like just a little yeast spreads through that uh, ball of dough, making that dough ball bigger and bigger. 
And just as Jesus said, a little yeast gets in the whole batch of flour, and it gets all worked through all the dough. A little sin can destroy the whole body. It spreads and affects everything. Reminds us of that saying, one bad apple can spoil the whole bunch. It's a good lesson for us to be cautious uh, that sin spreads, that uh, uh, there's really no such thing as small sin since it can multiply as it does. On the other hand, in Scripture, in some cases we see where yeast is not a negative. In the Old Testament, for example, um, bread that was baked for as a peace offering or a wave offering for the Lord were to be leavened. They were to have yeast in them. And so there's a debate among scholars about yeast in our parable for today, Matthew 13, 33, whether it was meant to be a negative or a positive. There's debate over that. Well, perhaps we don't have to choose. Perhaps uh, Jesus was showing us both. We've already talked about how, how sin can spread and destroy the whole body as yeast spreads and affects the whole ball of dough. You know what it reminds me of as I'm thinking about it? Bonnie did this illustration where she had a clear glass of water. It was nice and clear and pure. And she put one little tiny drop of food coloring and the entire glass turned yeah. color. So Same idea. Yeah, yeah. same idea. A little idea. bit can take over the whole thing. Yeah. That's the thing. But let's look at the other side. Let's look at the positive side of this parable. So yeast then is a catalyst. It's a change agent. But it do, does something more than just change it. It transforms it. Transforms it. The yeast transforms the dough ball from one thing into another, from something that produces this little really plain, flat, bread-like, crackery thing. <laughs> and then it becomes this big, fluffy, oh, yeah. <laughs> delicious roll or loaf of bread or pancakes, or I'll just stop. <laughs> the list goes on. Kingdom of heaven, God's kingdom is like that yeast. Yeah, it brings about change. And actually more than just cha change, it brings about transformation. Transformation, big difference between change and transformation. If we paint a room, we change it. If we tear down a wall between two rooms, we transform it. A puppy growing into a dog, well, there's some change. A, uh, a, uh, a caterpillar into a chrysalis, into a butterfly, that's transformation. The kingdom of heaven is like yeast. God's kingdom is transforming, and the transforming agent is Jesus. The transforming agent is Jesus Christ. He not only brings about change in us, he transforms us from the inside out. We're no longer the person we used to be once we've met Jesus. We are changed. Mm. We're reminded of a story that we find in the book of John. It's chapter 9. It's a man who was born blind. Jesus gave this blind man sight. I love this story. I love this story. And the religious authorities did everything they could to discredit, discredit what Jesus did. They wanted to discount it as a miracle healing that Jesus brought about, ultimately telling the man to give glory to God by telling the truth. 
as they were convinced that Jesus was a sinner. Now check this out, John 9, verse 25. He, the guy, the blind man who was not blind anymore, he replied, whether he is a sinner or not, I don't know. One thing I do know, I was blind and now I see. I was blind, now I'm not, now I see. I was blind, but now I see. That's what each and every one of us can say once we stop saying no to the life Jesus died to give us. Yeah, a changed life, a transformed life. You know, we were all blind before Jesus, <laughs> and now we can see. Now we can see. Thanks to that change and transformation that Jesus brings into our lives. We've seen it in our lives. Oh, I bet on that. And in the lives around us right here at Connection Community Church. Marriages that were over, dead and gone, transformed. People who were dead in their addictions because of Jesus, transformed. People who are in these places where they don't want to be and they're stuck in the muck because of Jesus, transformed. People being consumed by sin, transformed to new life, transformation over and over and over and over again. That's connecting with Jesus and the new life he offers. That's transformation. That's our mission if you're here with us for the first time, connecting people with Jesus and the new life he offers. Mm. The transforming agent, the catalyst, the yeast that brought about these changes, it is Jesus. Say it with me. Say his name. Jesus. Jesus. Jesus is the yeast. Yeah. He changes things. He transforms what's around him. In the previous chapter, John, the uh, chapter before the story of the blind man, chapter 8, Jesus said this, check it out. When Jesus spoke again to the people, he said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Jesus brings light into the world. Jesus invades the darkness. He transforms everything. When we come in contact with Jesus, that dark is never dark, dark, dark ever again. Once he's there, it's no longer the same. And there's no turning back. Mm. In the, um, in, in the uh, fifth chapter of Matthew, during a long lesson of teaching for the disciples and others that covers three chapters known as the Sermon on the Mount, uh, Jesus shared this. Give me just a second here. I thought I had it. He shared this, starting at verse 14. He said, you... Check it out. You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on a stand. And it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. Yeah. I mean, do you see what Jesus is doing here? 
Jesus is the light of the world, but he's saying to you and he's saying to me that we are the light of the world. You are the light of the world. So, yes, Jesus and Jesus alone is the change agent, the master of transformation, the yeast in the world, but he's also flipping it here because he's calling us like there's yeast of Jesus in us. And he's calling us to be change agents to allow his light to shine in and through us so that God is always glorified. It's not about us. It's all about him. Hmm. For us to be the catalyst for change. You be the yeast, Jesus says. It can't be hidden, he says. Let your light shine to all, he says. Hmm. But it's not our light. It's Jesus' light in and through us. Yeah. That was verses 14 to, uh, uh, 14 to 16. Check out the verse just before verse 13. He's talking to the same crowd. And Jesus says, you are the salt of the earth. But if salt loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? It's no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled underfoot. Salt is a change agent. It transforms so unsalted potato chips oh. or unsalted pretzels. Oh. Now, too much salt is another whole story. you got to have the right yeah. combo. It's That's the right. right. Balance. It's the right amount on my French fries. Oh, yeah. But salt just isn't about flavor. Think about this with, about salt. Before re- refrigeration, they used salt to cure the meat to keep it from going bad. They still do that salt cured ham Mm -hmm. or how about this you put salt in water it it changes the boiling point it boils faster you put salt outside on ice it it lowers the freezing point it melts the ice yeah yeah you know we love the way eugene peterson paraphrases this uh section of scripture in the book called the message matthew 5 13 through 16 from the message. Here's what he says. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here to be salt seasoning that brings out the God flavors of this earth. Oh, I love that. The God flavors of this earth. If you lose your saltiness, how will people taste godliness? If you lose your saltiness, how will people taste godliness? You've lost your usefulness and you'll end up in the garbage. Hey, here's another way to put it. You're here to be light, bringing out the God colors in the world. God is not a secret to be kept. We're going public with this, as public as a city on a hill. If I make you light bearers, you don't think I'm going to hide you under a bucket, do you? I'm putting you on a light stand. Now that I've put you there on a hilltop, on a light stand, shine. (laughs) Keep open house. Be generous with your lives. By opening up to others, you'll prompt people to open up with God, this generous Father in heaven. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That is an awesome scripture, an awesome uh, paraphrase. I love that scripture. Of scripture. So we live in a super challenging time, a heartbreaking time. Mm. This world, our country, it seems harsh, it seems cruel. I mean, there's tons and tons of beauty, but, but right now, 
The world needs change agents. The world needs some salt, some light, needs to bring the yeast in to bring about major transformation. Mm. We heard last week as in our service called mm. The Talk, some really tough things. Very tough things. From people that are part of our family, our that church family. And so that's how God can use us to dig deep, to learn about ourselves, and to be change agents for the world. It starts right in our home. It goes to the community. It goes to our state. I mean, it just goes and goes and goes. And just a little bit of yeast, it's all we need, just a little bit of yeast, and it mixes in that dough. It brings about transformation, and things rise. Mm. We rise up. Rise up. In Matthew chapter 17, verse 20, Jesus told his disciples that all they need is the faith the size of a mustard seed. I mean, that is like really small. You can't hardly see it, but that's all we need. That much faith that can move a mountain from here to there. Nothing is impossible for them, Jesus says, with faith. And you know, that's true for us as well, isn't it? True for me. True for us, true for you. It's true for you. You're here to be salt seasoning that brings out the God flavors of this earth. You're here to be light, light, bringing out the God colors in the world. Yeah. You're here to allow Jesus to work through you as yeast works through a ball of dough. Yeah. And as Christ is the yeast in your life, share that with others. Share it. Be the yeast. Be the yeast that brings Christ into their lives. Be the one who Christ works through, the catalyst, the agent of change and transformation. The one who shares the love of Jesus Christ with everyone. That's capital letters. Everyone. Everyone. Everyone you meet, share the love of Christ. Every one of you, be the yeast. Be the yeast. There's a lot of flat dough in the world. Let's face it, there's a lot of flat dough. You be the yeast, allowing Jesus to work through you to change that dough and help people realize the bread of life, Jesus Christ. The bread of life in their lives. You be the yeast. That's the good news. Let's believe it. Let's live it. Let's pray. Oh, most holy God, I just celebrate. I love this parable. A little yeast transforms the whole ball of dough. Look out two ways, negative. <laughs> Careful of that sin because it can spread through the whole body very quickly. You've got to be on a guard because Satan, all he wants to do is steal, kill, and destroy we got to watch out for that and look to you all times, all places. And yet we also looked at Christ is the yeast. He is the change agent. He is the transformation. When he's in town, the old is gone, the new has come. <laughs> he is the change agent. He is the yeast. And please allow us to 
Let him work through us like that yeast works through that ball of dough and allow us to be yeast as well that we might touch others, not on our own, but through him, through the power of the Holy Spirit, with the message of Christ's love for each and every one out there. Please help us to be your change agents. Lord, please help us to be the yeast. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, we pray. All God's children said, Amen. 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 Thank you for joining us for our podcast. For more information about Connection Community Church in Middletown, Delaware, please visit our website at justshowup.church. You can also call our church offices at 302-378-7692. Connection Community Church, connecting people with Jesus and the life he offers.